0: Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we take everything seriously. We do not laugh at supposed alien incidents here. Us? Never. Today we're talking about lizard people. (coughs) Excuse me.
1: So we're talking about lizard people today. Lizard people, yes. Um, In terms of lizard people, are you talking lizards spliced with humans?
0: Um, Reptile from Mortal Kombat? He would be a lizard person, actually, yeah. He would. Took off his mask, he was a lizard. Spat acid. (laughs) Reptile. Indeed. So, yeah, we're talking about reptile today. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are heading to Torriglia in Italy for this probe. Italy is a country close to my heart because they are closely associated with pizza and pasta, which are the main staples of my diet. Pasta is likely descended from Asian noodles, but pizza is reported to have originated in Naples. See, we are serious as well as educational on this show. We are an educational podcast. So on to those lizard people. Pierre Zanfretta was a 26-year-old private security guard. On the 6th of December, 1978, Pierre was out doing his job, which, similar to us, was keeping the world safe. As Pierre was driving around an unoccupied house belonging to one of his clients, his car radio, lights, and engine all cut out. Pierre saw something strange by this house he was guarding. Pierre noticed four lights coming towards him, car dead, strange lights. At this point, what would you do? I would,
1: uh, so I've got no form of electricity. So, so no radio, no nothing like that.
0: Completely dead, yeah.
1: Okay. I would reach for my ancient weaponry, my trusty nunchucks.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And... Nunchucks
0: or numchucks? (laughs) Nunchucks. Chuck and nuns.
2: (laughs) Street grannies.
0: (laughs) No, don't mess with those. And call them
1: in for backup. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, I'd grab my trusty nunchucks mm-hmm. Step outside I wouldn't necessarily show them straight away You never know what's out You want to catch them by surprise And uh, I'd literally just be on my
0: guard Waiting I'd leg like it I'd be gone I'm out Seems like we what... switched, switched places <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about this <laughs> I'd probably be thinking there's no way it's aliens And <laughs> I'd go out and have a little look to see what it was <laughs> so Pierre did what any good friendly security guard would do he was security remember and his first instinct was that these lights were the torches of thieves Pierre drew his revolver pistol and approached the lights like he was Dana Scully (laughs) as he approached Pierre noticed that what he was looking at was 10 feet tall that's bigger than Andre the Giant if that wasn't scary enough, Pierre could see that there were several green-skinned creatures. And even more disturbingly, the creatures had mouthpieces in. (laughs) These bastards were ready to fight. Ten-foot-tall green UFC fighting motherfuckers. (laughs) Ten-foot-tall Conor McGregor's (laughs) green skin. (laughs) You're right, laddie. I'm going to take you. You're the fucking best. Just, uh... Did they all do that walking Walk with his arms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Vince McMahon strut. Um, come on, you bastard. Come on. I love you. I'm so how you.
1: far away were the lights when he got out of the car? Well, he was going around the house, so... Because at 10 foot tall, you would have thought you would have seen them coming. Or did... Oh, uh, hold on. So yeah, I thought... His car cut out, and the lights were in front of him. Not that the car cut out, and then he saw the lights and headed towards
0: them. So he saw the lights whilst he was in the car, Yeah. and he got out and went towards yeah, them. Yeah, so he got closer. And initially, for obviously, if this they is a craft, it him. could have landed, and the creatures could have got out and go closer, closer towards him. By creatures, I mean Conor McGregor, obviously. Come Tank on, your braces. Typical green Conor <laughs> McGregor. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't stop picturing that strut now. The creatures. Also had large spikes coming from their heads, like unicorns. So we've been here before, haven't we? Man approaches aliens with weapon drawn. How do you think that's going to go down? They're just going to fuck you up. Armbars? Hence why I said I am holding that weapon back. (laughs) Would nunchucks be enough? If you use them, right? (laughs) (laughs) Said that so confidently, like you're a fully trained nunchuck artist. (laughs)
2: Who knows? I might very
1: well be. There are different training rooms at MIB headquarters.
0: I actually qualified in level (laughs) 3 nunchuckology. I've got 8 pairs of nunchucks.
2: And And uh, each one represents the belt level that I went up to. So uh, if you want to bring it on, you can uh, bring it on.
0: I took 3 classes in throwing stars. you could say that I'm a... professional <laughs> I am fully qualified in ninjaism. I can take a man... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have learnt the deadly one-inch punch and can take a man down in less than 10 seconds I have demonstrated this numerous times on my two-year-old brother And if any of you try that shit, you will soon find out.
0: I am grade three wedgie doer. Right, I need to move on. We're just going to keep on going all night.
2: People have tried to give me Chinese burns. The Chinese dragon, as it is known in some parts of the world. That doesn't work on me.
0: I am a red belt in karate. I have an artist... Oh, you're going to do it again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're ready to burst with another. I'm a black
2: belt in knuckles. <laughs> what a game. Other have been known in other parts of the world as wraps. We've done it with two packs of cards that have been held together by an elastic band. A... Weapons-grade elastic
0: band. To me, <coughs> hogs are a deadly weapon. Have you ever killed a man with a pyro? <laughs> 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 right, I'm stopping there. I'm stopping there. I have an artist's impression of what Pierre saw. If you'd like to browse these images for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll upload these
2: right. on our
1: Instagram. <laughs> So, the one on the left shows two...
2: They're like giant f- frogs. Mm. Uh, if uh, They're
0: lizard-like.
1: Yeah. Lizard slash frog-like. With three spikes on either side of their heads. But it's
0: all in one.
1: So, it's mm-hmm. not like a head and then three spikes coming out. The spikes are part of their head as if there's no separation point.
0: Maybe their ears.
1: Okay, they have in the picture on the left, they have six ears. And is that the it looks like they have a harmonica in their (laughs) mouth. (laughs) (laughs) The. Oh, I get it. They're gimps. (laughs)
0: Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking, that looks like a suit that one of them is wearing.
1: That is a leather... That's a gimp suit. <laughs> They're gimps. This
2: is a lizard gimp. I'm a level six gimp. <laughs> Even with this harmonica mouthpiece, I could still take a man down.
0: Strange foreheads oh. as well, aren't they? Like
1: It's like the cranium. Yeah, you is can see the veins. It's solid.
0: Hmm. So has this or either picture changed your mind as to what is about to happen?
1: Um, I feel sorry for the security (laughs) guard simply for disturbing their GIMP session. Their (laughs) S&M night has been ruined and
0: he is going to get ruined (laughs) for ruining it. So what actually happened was that Pierre changed his mind and pussied out. Good on him. He turned around and ran. Pierre would later explain that he had felt some kind of heat beam hit him, which put the willies in him as he sprinted away (laughs) towards his car and radioed in. So it
1: wasn't the sight of these things that put the willies in him. It was the heat beam afterwards.
0: Yeah, the heat put the willies in him. Probably put the willies in him. (laughs) After radioing in, Pierre basically shat himself in a corner. He broke off all contact with his security firm and had to be found by a security patrol team an hour later. As the patrol team approached him, Pierre drew his gun on them, but luckily for everyone, he didn't fire. The two security patrol men attested that Pierre was a usually timid family man that seemed irrational. The pair disarmed Pierre and were shocked to discover how warm his clothes were, despite it being literally frozen that night. The floor was icy. So what are you thinking at the moment? A. Eh?
1: How did he radio them when his radio wasn't working?
0: It started working again. Oh yeah, convenient. Maybe it's the interference as the ship was coming overhead. That cut it out, but once they landed and turned off their engine... No. Um, his clothes were warm. Is it because he pissed himself? all over (laughs) (laughs)
1: they pissed on him (laughs) he's sitting in a
0: in a like little ball isn't he yeah like huddled completely broken literally like Ah. that Mm. and he's pissed so it's just kind of warmed him up maybe he was aroused at the same time when he saw them (laughs) because he saw the S&M stuff and he pissed upwards it's
1: not too much to go on there really
0: no not really I can't really (laughs)
1: he saw something he ran away yeah the fact that he didn't well he did run but it wasn't seeing them that scared him it was a heat beam that put the willies
0: oh he, he ran away from them to begin with but then he felt a heat beam as he was running didn't he
1: but why would that put the willies up
0: Oh, I suppose because of the blast. He doesn't hit. know what the hell it is. Yeah, it's yeah. freezing cold. Suddenly he's got a boiling hot beam on him.
1: I, I was just picturing him legging it and he got scared when the beam hit. Well,
0: he In his it, eyes, but... he's about to die, isn't he? Mm. The security patrol team went back to investigate the scene Pierre had explained, as did the Italian military police. Ooh. You're probably thinking this is bull at this point, but they found evidence. In the ground, about 20 inches long, were extremely large footprints. Bearing in mind a size 16 foot is about 12.5 inches, these footprints would be way over size 30. The largest human feet ever recorded were 18.5 inches and belonged to Me. eight, <laughs> <laughs> and they belonged to eight foot eleven, Robert. Me. Robert Wadlow Sultan Kozen, who is the world's tallest man at the time of recording this at 8 foot 3 has feet around size 24-ish did you know that massive hands and feet are also associated not with big dickery but with health problems anyhow here's a photo of the footprint Mr. Me. so you can see the yep definite footprint there, the quality is pretty good well, I wouldn't say that
1: is a footprint so these, or if it is, these reptiles have shoes, right why would they need shoes
0: why do we need shoes
1: they're reptiles
0: they're reptile people
1: Mm, true
0: with shoes and suits, just like us protects you you can never have too much protection so
1: the picture in front of me shows a human foot next to an outline of the supposed foot imprint Mm -hmm. which like i said just looks like a giant shoe
0: mark um is there only the one pretty well, there were a few, I think But I was that was say, the best because, one
1: Because there is, if there is only one That could have been caused by anything
0: So that's the only picture I have
1: Okay so
0: They describe they... them as footprints Which implies there's more But mm. the evidence I've seen is the um, best photo of one
1: Those feet are massive
0: They are Wide as well as lengthy Girthy and lengthy
1: I oh, feel sorry for anyone that um, disrupts their SM.
0: <laughs> so in addition to the giant footprints, the patrol also found evidence of scorching amongst the surrounding trees, which should have been frosty. Ooh. So we have actual physical evidence that something happened. We don't have any mummy. Mummy? <laughs> we don't have a mummy. <laughs> oh no. We don't have any money or fame-seeking going on here. It was actually noted that Pierre shunned the limelight. He did not want any fame. Single incidents are always the most convincing to me. If he'd gone on to live a life of claiming aliens all the time, like Mm -hmm. people we shan't name, you start to think, nah, mate. But a one-off is more believable for me, at least. Definitely. So the military commander actually believed... Pierre's account upon finding the evidence. Meanwhile, 52 reports had been received from Toriglia citizens seeing a UFO in the region of the house Pierre was protecting. You can't argue with this evidence, can you? 52 people.
1: You actually can't. <laughs> well, you can, but you can't. <laughs> but you can. <laughs>
0: but I'm not gonna. <laughs> but I might. I might not. Or will I? Who knows? Not me. So the reports, did the reports come in before? Around the same kind of time as all this was going on.
1: Okay. So did the security team came and found Pierre. Mm-hmm. So did they just call the military police straight away?
0: I believe they called it in. Yeah.
1: So did the police turn up at the same time or a little bit? after
0: well it took them a little time to get there they weren't instant obviously but they came shortly after
1: because i'm just wondering like chain of command security guard completely skipped the police and head to military security guard
0: called security firm he works for who have contact with the police and whatnot because they work in security so then they called it in escalated it and it got escalated to the police the military police
1: i mean they got out there pretty quick without any evidence unless obviously they got all the reports they were starting to get reports
0: so whilst this from... was going on you'd imagine that the police were getting calls. Yeah, calls if there was 52 you'd imagine they were spread over a little bit of time wouldn't you
1: and then obviously yeah makes sense Ooh, lizard people
0: so Pierre agreed to undergo hypnosis after much persuasion from one journalist who seemed to take Pierre seriously I don't know if it's D or Di Stefano probably D but why would you
1: undergo hypnosis if you already can recount what
0: happened? Well, he was reluctant, and they kept on pressuring him until he gave in. So it wasn't him wanting to undergo it. It okay. was... you got to obviously think, once people get wind of a story, they want to know more. They're thinking, well, maybe he doesn't know everything that happened. Maybe
1: something else happened, or yeah. he saw something that he can't remember that he saw.
0: He just wanted to be left alone, but others... Wanted to know more.
1: The fact that he wants to be left alone is uh, quite a telling sign.
0: Mm. So on December the 23rd, 1978, Dr. Mauro Moretti put Pierre under, whereby Pierre revealed that he had not just seen creatures from another world, but that he had been abducted. The lizard men had transported Pierre to a hot location where they physically examined him And whilst they didn't speak Italian, the creatures had a device which translated what Pierre was saying and what they said too. Pierre shared that the lizard people came from planet Tetonia located in the third galaxy. The lizard people had told Pierre that they want to talk with humans and will return one day in large numbers. I should add that time may be different for species from other worlds and soon could mean quite literally anything. But here is a picture of Pierre under hypnosis, so you can see that this did indeed did happen. happen.
1: And I suppose if they took
0: him to a
1: hot planet that would explain why his
0: clothes yeah. were warm. And you got him as he turned around, he suddenly felt heat on him. Boom, consciousness gone. Yep, they took him, brought him back. And he was hot to the touch in freezing conditions.
1: Was he really under?
0: Was he hot to the touch or was he just warm? He was hot. smoking hot. Fan piece of ass. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to turn. Mm-hmm. You were in, then you were out.
2: Now maybe in again.
0: <laughs> so 20 days later, on December the 26th, 1978, the aliens returned. This time, they got him. As Pierre was driving his car, it began responding to inputs not of Pierre's doing. Then, it stopped, and a bright light surrounded the vehicle. Pierre was heard on radio by the security firm saying in a trance-like voice, The car has stopped. I saw a bright light. Now I am getting out. They say I must leave with them. The security firm sent assistance and when they arrived, the roof of Pierre's car was boiling hot. Huge footprints were found in the ground again. Pierre's gun was found with five shots fired, but Pierre had no recollection of leaving his vehicle. A full public inquiry took place and the case was eventually closed with no crime committed. The security firm had Pierre's mental health evaluated.
1: He gets out, well obviously he doesn't remember getting out. But he says in the voice, the car stopped. I saw a bright light, I'm getting out, I must leave. Yeah. Why was the gun fired? Like, at no point in there does he sound under, I wouldn't say that he's not under duress, but Maybe he doesn't he, sound like he's about so to fire a So they said
0: he sounded like he was in a trance. Maybe as he got out and started going with them, he started coming to a little bit and tried to fight it and fired at that point. So only the top of his car was boiling hot. Yeah.
1: Not the rest of it.
0: Yeah. And again, this is December. Unusual. Yeah, I think it'd be fair to say
1: huge footprints found in the ground again, but there's no no
0: evidence of it, no pictures, just word. Yep, just word and footprints. Oh, and the recording. Obviously, they heard him in the trance-like voice.
1: You haven't put it in, so I'm not going to ask if you've. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't have the recording.
1: Um, The the case was eventually closed with no crime committed. I mean, there is well, technically, there is a crime here. But there isn't a crime here. At the same time, mm. like you're not gonna hold aliens accountable.
0: Hey, you, you abide by the laws of the country you're in. Well, you could <laughs>
1: um, hold them accountable, but that's gonna look pretty
0: funny. Question: Going up
1: to your boss
0: is a okay? Is a spider monkey walking down the street accountable to the same laws of man? No. Uh, if a spider monkey takes a bit of money out of your pocket, are you going to do it for shoplifting or, well, or for robbery
1: or whatever? Technically, it is still theft and it committed a crime, but you're not going to hold it accountable for that crime.
0: So if an alien does the same thing... Exactly the same thing. Mm.
1: It's, that's why I said a crime yeah, was committed, yeah. but not.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. They had
1: his mental health evaluated as well. Do we have their conclusion? I'm
0: going to move on to that now. Okay. So Pierre's mental state was confirmed to be stable. Pierre would later recall the details under hypnotic regression again. This time on live television. The aliens abducted Pierre from his car and took him up to their craft where they stripped him butt naked and attached a communication helmet to Pierre. The aliens appeared to be curious about humans and human technology. They took Pierre's gun and shot it into a sheet of metal. Pierre, understandably filling his panties, told the reptilian lizard people that he was scared and asked to be released. The alien lizard reptilian people, obliged. Much of Italy watching this on television did not believe this had actually happened. Which you can understand, it sounds absolutely bonkers. But there we've just had an explanation as to where the bullets went. They seem more like scientists than Mm.
1: invaders. They seem like curious children. Not children, but... Curious observers, they want to learn
0: rather than harm. And when they realised that he was scared, they let him go.
1: Unless it's all a facade. (laughs) And... When they come back,
0: (laughs) we're dead. They hypnotised him, made him think that they let him go, when actually things got down and dirty. They pulled out their (laughs) gimp suits they put their they put their apples in their mouth and wrapped around it.
1: Their harmonicas. <laughs> Each scream is a different tone.
0: But yeah, part of the reason I don't have this footage is because it's in Italian and you can't understand it. Mm. Well, we can't, and obviously the quality is not great, being from the seventies either. But it is out there. So the aliens obliged until they abducted Pierre again on the twenty ninth to thirtieth of July,
1: nineteen seventy nine. What do they? they- <laughs>
0: Do they have it in for him? (laughs) They're really curious about this man. Pierre was on a motorcycle patrol when he would go missing for two hours before being discovered near the patrol location. What was particularly interesting about the location where he was found, Mount Fash, was that only one road led to it and not a single local resident had seen or heard the motorcycle ride up this quiet road. It was almost as if he had been dropped there from the sky. This time, Pierre underwent the administration of both hypnosis and truth serum, sodium pentaphile, oh. which is used to weaken one's resolve to resisting the truth. Again, this was in the late 70s, obviously. Mm-hmm. Pierre revealed that he was lifted from the ground whilst on the bike into a craft before later waking where he was found by Mount Fash.
1: These aliens are rude bastards, really, aren't they? <laughs> they I mean, have keep... you noticed whenever... Okay, there's been maybe one or two cases where that's not the case. But if these people get taken, they are never dropped back where they were.
0: Mm. It's always
1: somewhere out of their way.
0: Well, maybe that's part of the fun to them. They like want to see what, how a human reacts when they wake up somewhere they shouldn't be.
1: I can kind of understand that, actually.
0: Mm. They're just curious. And whilst they're messing with people, and it might cause long-term psychological harm, in their eyes, they might not give a crap about psychological harm. They might just be looking at our reactions, thinking that it's not harming us. True, But yeah, Pierre had an eventful couple of years, right? Very. I say couple because he was abducted again (laughs) on the evening of December the 2nd, 1979. Honestly, when I discovered this one, I saw literally about eight lines on a single account. As I probed, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. It's wonderful. So this time, Pierre went missing again whilst on patrol. Quit your job. How does he keep on working? Every single one happens when he's on patrol. Yeah.
1: Is he just out there getting high? (laughs) So,
0: on this occasion...
1: Sorry, I was about to say, or why don't they pair him up with someone?
0: There's always him on his own. So his colleagues formed a search party to look for him, but four other patrolmen in their own vehicle looking for Pierre had their own encounter. Get out.
1: It was one of these ones where I was like starting to be like, okay, this is quite mental. Yeah. But mental in a there was a I lot could of... get on
0: board with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's just getting mental, and I'm kind of just like, really, come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on now. So the four patrolmen had noticed a cloud-like object appear above them. Suddenly, two columns of light shine down upon the patrolmen, and as the vehicle stalled and the radio cut out. The men got out of the vehicle and one fired his weapon at the craft above. The lights went out and the craft vanished.
1: Why would you automatically just start shooting at something?
0: They've probably heard the stories they didn't want to get pierred, Wait. But they saw the Conor McGregors coming. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you? I'll have you. A
1: couple of shots and they immediately uh, disappear. So did they see the vehicle fly up Or did it just disappear from sight as in cloaking mechanism?
0: Disappeared. Just pop,
1: vanished. Did they fire another shot just to make sure?
0: Don't know. Unfortunately, one of the security patrolmen was deeply affected by this and would commit suicide months later. Yep. Pierre was found shortly after, but the following evening, he had a strange experience. Whilst filling up with petrol, Pierre heard a strange voice call his name. Pierre looked up to see another strange creature with an egg-shaped head. The voice told Pierre to drive into a nearby cloud, and Pierre could not help but obey. Pierre was then lifted onto a craft while still in his vehicle. This time, he was allowed to wander around a crystal mothership and saw many tubes full of a blue liquid. Pierre was shown a frog-like being suspended inside a tube, and the lizard people explain that this Slippy Toad was the enemy species to the lizard people. Off topic for just one second. Why is Slippy Toad called Toad? He is literally and officially a frog. Also, have you ever noticed that he and his crew have the pieces of the Triforce on their belt? I
1: have. And also, is he called Slippy Toad because he's being referred to as or by his species rather than his actual name? But he's a frog. Same with Falco. But Falco
0: isn't a Falco. No.
1: But it might be in a
0: different world. Might be known as a Falco rather than a Falcon. So you're saying that Slippy Toad on his planet is a toad? Yes. And there's on no, ours, and on ours he's a frog, frog. Even though they say that he's a frog in the official documentation of Star Fox. On our world. <laughs> well why wouldn't they make that clear? <coughs> What if they don't know? Do a barrel roll.
1: (laughs) Ah, Slippy. He was the most annoying character.
0: Oh. He's famous for it, isn't he? He's probably the most famous character in that franchise. I think of him before I think of Fox. Because of that, he turned into a meme. Yeah, he did actually. People who don't even know what Star Fox is know about.
1: Do
2: a barrel roll!
1: Whenever I think of Star Fox, though, I can't help but um, do the Andros voice. No, it's not even Andros. It's the. What's the name of the.
0: The con- Evil Fox.
1: No, the Commander. Or the Evil Fox's Wolf.
2: He goes, Corneria. Uh, Fourth planet in the Lylat system. Yeah.
1: I wonder if Lilac Wars is on
0: Switch. Switch. Good question. So, Frog in a Tube. Frog in a Tube. Anyhow... Tube, tube rock. During, during... Froob? <laughs> that's, that's what Froob's are. <laughs> that's what Don't eat Froob's, people. Uh. Froob's. Anywho, during this abduction of sorts, Pierre was offered a crystal sphere with a pyramid inside, which the aliens claimed would allow its holder to understand the alien's world. Pierre refused the gift, however... Saying he just wanted a normal life. So the Lizard Men insisted and forced Pierre to take the sphere and to give it to a Dr. J. Allen Hynek. What? Pierre, however, once back on Earth, claimed that he hid the sphere, possibly because he didn't trust the Lizard Men. Dr. Hynek, who, as you know, was an American astronomer and ufologist, as well as an advisor to the US Air Force on their UFO studies. Heinick worked on Project Blue Book and after beginning as a sceptic would later come to disagree with Blue Book's conclusions. You may recall that Dr. Heinick came up with the Close Encounter scale?
1: Yes. He has come up in quite a few of our probes.
0: Yep. And the aliens are asking for him in this one.
1: That they are. I'm trying to look at his name spelled out and see if it reads anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so they asked for him specifically.
0: Mm-hmm. But Pierre hid it. He didn't trust him. Pierre didn't know who the hell that was. Why didn't he look it up? What's he going to look it up on? This is the 70s. That's... Or the 80s, <laughs> now 1980s. <1980, laughs> Why didn't he use Google? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he pull out his street phone? <laughs> but
1: surely the aliens would have known that he can't just go and give that to... Well, not
0: necessarily.
1: ...Dr. Hynek. If they were clever enough to keep coming back for him multiple times... Surely they would have gone to Heineck.
0: They might not have any or, idea as to how our society works. They might just think, oh, this man's interesting. We've had him a few times.
1: This story is starting to slip away from me. <laughs> <You're>
0: so only <laughs> really now starting to. I kind so, of wanted
1: to believe.
0: There was a sixth incident oh, fuck off, <laughs> on Peter. the 14th of February, 1980. Pierre went missing for several hours once again. He's just
1: off <laughs> sleeping somewhere, isn't he? Again, just in a
0: corner. Local residents saw strange lights in the sky at the time of the abduction, but not much else was reported for this one. Pierre was hypnotized again, but this time was uncooperative under hypnosis before saying that he was communicating with the aliens. Pierre then began speaking a strange unknown language. Then a further abduction, pretty much the same, happened on the 13th of August 1980, and then just like that, it stopped what was that seven incidents and one by the people looking for Pierre as well suffice to say this is probably the most well-known UFO occurrence in Italy
1: when people I wouldn't say they claim to speak another language mm-hmm. but people say that they're speaking another language you can
0: study it and you can tell if it's an actual language or gibberish by like the frequency of phonetics used and stuff
1: but how would they know they're judging the phonetics off of what we know language to be not off what an alien language is. Mm. Could be completely different. It's J's hard. could be W's. X's could be 2's. This could all be bullshit.
0: I guess that it's hard to argue against that. But languages consisting of like alphabets or whatever, hieroglyphics or anything, they'd have consistent sounds within them so you can find the same sounds used. That's what we would I hear. suppose... If there's some sort of alien language out there where they have 64 million billion trillion different letters, then you might be able to speak sentences without making the same sound. But
1: I mean, in some of our world languages, there are male and female words for the same word. Mm-hmm. So, what's there to say that there's not something completely, I wouldn't say like that, but.
2: One
0: a different word for depending on how big an item is for every millimetre, for example. (laughs) That's getting real complex. But
1: that might be simple to them.
0: Hmm, interesting thought. So throughout every ordeal, the lizard people never really explained why they repeatedly abducted a security guard. Meanwhile, Pierre actually didn't benefit from these repeated abductions. There was an initial flurry from the media towards him but he quickly faded into obscurity and he never tried to make films or books based on himself, as we've seen with others. No, he just wanted to get on with his job and have a nap
1: every now and again. (laughs) But then when he realised that he'd napped too long and got caught, he
0: had to uh, come up with a story. I do find it slightly amusing how he keeps on going missing on the job, yet keeps on working as a security guard. Exactly. They've given him a mental health examination, he's passed it, so therefore... It's not like they're trying to work with his mental health here, that we know of at least. So whilst Pierre didn't make a book, that journalist, Di Stefano, did. That then became a documentary. I haven't watched the documentary this time, but I did watch the hypnosis footage, as I said earlier. It's an hour long, so we can't include it here. Meanwhile, it's also in Italian, as I said, with subtitles. But honestly, it is actually quite convincing. Really? Yeah. I suppose it's hard to say for definite when you're watching something in a different language, but you just kind of get caught up with it. But the only outlier in this whole thing is the egghead man who sounds like the stories of the grinning man from West Virginia, whom we may probe at a later date. But my question before we conclude is, are these lizard aliens, the same reptilian draconians that are up on Mars waging war against the humans of Mars Defence Force and the insectoids and the good... Reptilians.
1: If they are, have they come down here to test our weaponry? Like they checked how his bullets worked against certain things and gone mm. back up and protected themselves with mm. different types of metals on that MDF episode where we said yep. it wasn't
0: aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we need to go back and readdress that. <laughs> so there is also an ancient cave painting in Tassili National Park. Within Algeria's section of the Sahara Desert, up to 12,000 years old, which looks a little like the beings Pierre described. I've got that cave painting in photo form for you here now.
1: Is it possible that Pierre saw this picture? Because, like you said, that although they don't look identical, you can definitely tell that they are similar.
0: Hmm. They definitely are similar. It's like a 10 foot creature with the same pointy head. Yeah. Points on the side. Is that humans in the background? I think so, yeah. Have they come to teach humans or. I think. Are they running away? Looks like they're all talking to me, but. Does anything else jump out about that lizard creature there for you?
1: You want about the tail?
0: I'm on about Buffalo Soldier!
1: I've had to zoom in. <laughs> Yeah, the tail.
0: He's got space hopper balls. (laughs) That ain't no tail.
1: But I think because the other pictures in the background aren't... Are they praying to him? Possibly. The way their hands are, okay, they're either standing, praying, or they are bound.
0: Yeah, again, we don't really know. This is obviously a 12,000-year-old cave painting. And I do think it's... S&M. It's unlikely that Pierre, being a security guard who just wanted to live his life would have seen this, but obviously I couldn't rule that out. I don't know when the cave painting was discovered. I went on a massive dive trying to find anything in ancient history that looked like these things and I found that.
1: That better be real.
0: The painting. Yeah. It is real, yeah. Okay. I... There's, there's lots of paintings in those caves.
1: Kinda wanna see more of them. I'm sixty forty. Not telling you in what direction. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, this this is where we're going to wrap it up. We've had Pierre Zanfretta being abducted, then hypnotised, then abducted again and again and again. He was mainly experimented upon and his weapon tested by the lizard people who were 10 feet tall, telling him that they'd be back in larger numbers soon. Physical evidence, including massive footprints, scorched trees, a hot car roof, and Pierre himself being hot to the touch were left behind. Meanwhile, guards looking for Pierre also experienced an incident so disturbing that one of the four unfortunately ended his own life. The egghead man called Pierre to be abducted again whilst filling his car up with petrol. Pierre went to the crystal mothership and saw a big humanoid frog in a tube before being given the pyramid in a sphere to give to Dr. Hynek, but he hid it instead. Remember, there have been over 60 additional witnesses to these events, seeing mainly UFOs in the sky, as well as the physical evidence of heat. Pierre was hypnotized several times, including using truth serum alongside the hypnosis. During his last hypnosis, Pierre began speaking in a different language and claimed to be speaking with the aliens. Then suddenly it all stopped and Pierre faded back into obscurity. It's Italy's best known file. Do you have any final things to say on all that I've presented to you, good sir?
1: So, it all stopped and Pierre faded back into obscurity? Yep. Is that because he stopped being a security guard? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, Okay, I was on board to Mm. an extent until the Dr. Hynek stuff came up. Yep. And then that was just too much.
0: Is it possible that all the sightings of UFOs were real? Um, In general? Yeah. So all the witnesses saw the same things in the sky. The same things happened. Is it possible that that stuff was real? And maybe even the first incident, there was actually creatures there. But then from there, the hypnosis encouraged his mind to convince him further things happened when it didn't. I mean, were they? But he kept on flashing back. From that first event, hence why he kept on going missing and turning up in different places.
1: Were they even creatures? I mean, he was um, patrolling the house with someone that wasn't living there. But what were what was the house used for? What was kept there?
0: It was just a rich person's house, and they didn't yeah, want but they want to.
1: what did they have in it? I mean, what if if they worked for a movie company, for example, hmm. and had um, props and stuff like that? And someone was just messing around there out the back with lights and stuff. (laughs) And uh, he happened to turn and they just, like, shined the light on the prop as he came around the corner. Or he walked around the corner and then saw something, shined it up, saw that and then turned and legged it. I find that one less likely
2: than the aliens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they'd been hired to protect an empty house. The person who owned the house was going to be away. And they were quite financially well off and didn't want to be robbed I'm
1: having a hard time saying this is aliens
0: so are you saying that it was aliens (laughs) I'm saying this
1: is not aliens
0: the whole thing you've got the
1: (laughs) possibly the sightings of a ship Mm. um maybe not the one where they shot into the sky I don't know what happened I mean, were they bored? Security offers? not not to kind of shit on them, but were they bored? Did they decide to do drugs while they were on shift? One of them had a bad turn, like mushrooms mm. or something, and hallucinated it. LSD, maybe. So
0: the point he ended up committing suicide.
1: Well, the brain obviously thought whatever they took that was real, mm. but not saying he did, but it's a possibility. Yeah. So for me, this is not aliens. However, that painting is <laughs> just so intriguing. Lock, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of unusual things in those caves. Maybe we should go back and probe those caves at some point. Probe, probe where it's deep, dark, and dirty. So I'm not saying that it was aliens, but this file is bonkers. It just got deeper and deeper. And after initially finding my, finding it a little amusing, I started mouldering myself and now I feel dirty. <laughs> I got so into it. Like when I was finding the stuff about all the sightings in the sky and whatnot and there were so many witnesses, I was like, holy crap, <laughs> this might be it. And it's Italy's biggest, it's their Roswell, I guess you'd call it, wouldn't you? Or R. Mm-hmm. Rendlesham, it's their biggest one. But yeah, I don't believe all the multiple abductions him getting taken onto the ships with frogmen and whatnot if you were to push me on the sightings in the sky being aliens I'd be a lot more inclined to say that that was aliens just because the amount of witnesses and whatnot and the fact the military police came straight out with no arguments yeah that to me suggests that something was going on but yeah I can't get on board with the abductions and the frog people and whatnot
1: s frogs or the s lizards
0: any final thoughts? no Just
1: be careful if you see a 10-foot Conor McGregor (laughs) with uh, a harmonica strapped
0: in his mouth. To be fair, a normal Conor McGregor is scary (laughs) enough, let alone a 10-foot one. Mm,
1: don't know if I'd be scared of Conor McGregor. I'd be wary, just in case he has one of his moments. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, when he
0: just throws things at you and breaks his tour bus and whatnot. Right, well, that's the show then, son. Thank you so much for listening to But It Was Aliens. Let us know what you think on the show. We're at But It Was Aliens on the Twitter. On the Twitter! And But It Was Aliens podcast on Instagram. We probe each and every Thursday to keep you folks safe and protected. We let you know if the aliens are coming. Also if they're coming. And if they are, the truth is up there. Hashtag probe.